Welcome to the Guitar Dads Podcast, the podcast for guitar dads by guitar dads. This week, the end of the most legendary run in rock history, Matt attempts to ruin Dave's gas for wanting to get a little head, and we're smoking blackberries and making bets on a genetic rock world. It's more slides than a water park, this week on the Guitar Dads Podcast. Now, two guys who take the Southern out of Southern rock, Matt and Dave. Hello, everybody. I'm Matt. And I'm Dave, and welcome to the pod. We take the Southern out of Southern Rock? <laughs> well, we're not Southern. And I'm trying to get you away from getting a little head? I would never <laughs> do that to you. <laughs> Jeez, well hey, done. you know, it's a different night for us. We're uh, recording on a Sunday night, so this is a... We're going to spice it up, you know? We usually record on a Thursday night, and you guys usually know that this drops on... A Sunday night, but tonight is Sunday because Dave had a big, well, we both had things going on on Thursday night, but we're going to get to that later in the podcast, but this is episode 28 of Guitar Dads. Thank you for listening. Wow. 28. Can you believe it? I didn't think we would make it to 28. We're almost at 30. I know. I mean, maybe that's like the end of our run. We just like cut it then, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Got a big show for you people coming up in two episodes, so watch out for it. Check that out. Check that out. But thank you. Yeah, thank you uh, for all the, the likes and the and everything else on the socials. Uh, check us out. Instagram, at Guitar Dads Pod. Uh, we've been uh, pretty active this week. As you saw, we posted some videos from a concert. We'll talk about that later. Um, finally, finally, check out YouTube. Uh, look for Guitar Dads. I finally, finally put yes. my terrible review. Well, I shouldn't say terrible review. My... My bad job of a review of my classic vibe, uh, Stratocaster. And Way to sell I'll, it, Dave. And as Matt as Matt says, red red light syndrome is real. Yeah. So, Dave, that was you know I was impressed with your first YouTube review um, demo. I think it's good. If you guys are interested in what that Squire Classic vibe Strat sounds like, yes, there's a lot of demos. This is the thing. Yes, there's demos out there Tons of on YouTube. But those are people that make any guitar sound good, right? Right, because they're awesome players. Dave, Me. I'm an I'm a I'm a below he's, average. He's player. a guitar dad. I'm a guitar dad, so I make if you the guitar hear, sound terrible. So if you want to hear what it really sounds like, you should check out this demo. Yeah, so. if you want to hear this thing, what it sounds like, <laughs> the actual sounds that's going to come out of this thing coming out of an amp in your home. No production. No production. No, no, no fancy EQs. No fancy EQs or compression and all this, exactly. all this all this jazz. It is the guitar through my pedal board into the Marshall, into the DSL, and, and that's it. So... That's there it, mic'd up right into the focus mic'd right. Mic'd up right into the focus right. This is it. something anybody could do, and you can check it out yourself and see what it sounds like and see if this is the right guitar for you. That's right. So anyway, so this is it. So Dave, this we have to start off. This week was kind of a bad week in rock and roll and guitar daddery land. Oh, very bad, yeah. Because we yeah, lost we Charlie Watts. Charlie Watts, drummer Rest of the Rolling Stones. Yes. So rest in peace, Charlie. Condolences to the Rolling Stones and their families, and you know. But 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 like you said in the intro, Dave, like what a run! 
Seriously. <laughs> I mean, we I should mean, all be so lucky. It's incredible when you think about I, it. And they it were about really to, he, was, he wasn't going to go back out on tour with them. This, I mean, I think he was sick, right? So yeah, he. But either way, well. I mean, they were they're still going they're they're still going back out. And what are they all close to eighty years old? He was eighty. He was eighty. Yeah, yeah. He was. This 80. is unbelievable. I, isn't Ronnie Wood eighty? Ah, he's got to be in his late seventies because uh, Mick Jagger, I think, is seventy-eight, and so is Keith. Yeah, I mean, these this is this is literally unbelievable. But it is really sad, you know. But you know, all good things come to an end. It's just it's what it is. I mean, you're rocking and rolling for sixty years. It's like what a run, man! Unbelievable. Well, I mean, so here's here's the obvious question: This will never be beat, right? I mean, yeah, could this ever be beat? The run that they had, right? I don't know. Well, I don't know either. And and I think the only, and this actually leads us to another topic, the only band that I think is on track to have a run as good as them is Aerosmith. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) That's seriously, that is it. There are no other bands other than Aerosmith that's even close. Well, well, the other band that could get there eventually is U2. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they could. Yeah, I mean, you you two's got. I mean, they got another twenty years to go, whereas Aerosmith really only has like ten more years to go to catch up to where the Rolling Stones are right now. Yeah. So, but I agree. Like the Rolling Stones absolutely have the biggest, greatest run um, ever, and you know Aerosmith is on its way. So there was some stuff in the news about Aerosmith. Yes, which this is, is like, very interesting. It's 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 interesting, but it's like, what the hell are they talking about? Like, why do we care about this? So you want to talk about it, Dave, since you're the serious, since you're the Aerosmith fan? Uh, yeah, we should. Well, talk I'm about an Aerosmith it. fan too, but you're yeah. like Mr. Aerosmith. I'm Mr. Aerosmith. Well, why not, so they? <laughs> what, what's the name of the? What's the name of the company now? Because I'm going to draw a blank because we didn't write this da- down. Da- you, it's Universal U- Music Group. Universal. Music Dave Group. is such an. I gotta let. The, I gotta let the listeners in on something, Dave. You are such an Aerosmith fan that it, was it your AOL handle, Aero Toys. Aero Toys. Yep. Aero Dave. <laughs> I had them all. This is like Dave's first ever email address in the history of the internet for Dave was Aero <laughs> Toys or Aero Dave or yep. something Aero. Aero yeah. <laughs> That's how yeah. hardcore he is. I- <laughs> yeah, so hardcore it's in the emails. And that was in the 90s. That was, so in, yeah. Anyway, but yeah, so Universal Music Group, let's talk about this. Yeah, so uh, they, they, I guess they partnered with Aerosmith, and I mean, essentially, from my understanding, because you read about this too, but they, it's there is there. I mean, is it like a management group for Aerosmith, except like everything, everything Aerosmith except for like sh- live shows? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I don't know how much this even matters, but they're making right. a big, big deal of it. Yeah, they're making but a just huge to, deal about so it. So if you're a guitar dad and you're like, "What the heck is going on with Aerosmith? What the hell are they talking about?" From what I can ascertain from reading the articles about it, and it's like I already wasted too much time reading these articles. But that's <laughs> but you're a guitar dad. That's what you do. So, so my what it is is they basically all of the so it's basically like anything you can buy from Aerosmith with the exception of concert tickets. So all their music, all their merchandise, any future AV things like DVDs. Well, there's not DVDs anymore, but like, you know, like movies or things like that, that come out videos on YouTube. All that stuff is now under universal now. 
is how it's going to work. And what that mean and why that's a big deal is because a couple of their I think it was like their first 3 albums were still under another record label, Dave. I think it was like Sony or another one of those. I yeah, it wasn't Columbia. Yeah, because was. they did a big deal with Columbia back in the day. That was a, so maybe it was Columbia, which I think is owned by Sony. So yeah. so I think like they were due to get the rights to that earlier stuff back to them. So now what they have done is they've gone and had some kind of partnership. Now this is different from what I can tell. This is not what we had talked about on a on a, a previous episode. Yeah, they haven't sold. They're not selling their catches, catalog, right? Exactly. Where art where artist cashes out, yeah, right, yeah. This it's, is not it's that. Not that. At least that, I can't. Not, I, I don't um, see that either. That, so. it, that an yeah. artist has completely cashed out, right? So, yeah, it's interesting. So I guess we'll see where where it goes. But now they're not. They're, they're, it's not. It's not like a record label either. So it's not. They're not going to be putting out or helping them produce another album, right? I mean, oh, they would. No, it's that as well. Oh yeah, it's it's that as well. So any future releases will be managed by this as well. Yep. Yeah, but they're going to miss, but they're not a record label though, per se, right? Universal Music Group. Oh, or no, are they? they are. They totally they are? are. Yeah, they, they're, they're, they're like the, one of the biggest now. Yep. Oh, well, yep. excuse me. <laughs> so, so that's the thing. So, so this is interesting because it seems like it's some kind of partnership. I wouldn't be surprised if there was a substantial payout to Aerosmith to get these kind of for this part, I think Aerosmith retains some of the future income is my sense of this. But I think, I think universal paid a pretty penny for, for this. Let's just say to get these kind of rights um, signed over for them that they're going to manage. But anyway, yeah. And I'll tell you, no, in the stuff. Yeah. But knowing that, <laughs> and it, it, knowing that the Aerosmith business side of things, you know, is, is kind of as well as I, as, as well as I followed them over the years, and read so much about you know how they do business you know they steven tyler and joe perry they are not stupid enough to leave any money on the table so this no if no. this is not a deal that that screws them at all they i mean this is something if they if they did something like this it is to put cash in their pockets and, oh totally you know yeah. that's no. that's the i mean that's the catalyst that's the and nothing more yeah. you know yeah but it's interesting but apparently other art, artists have done this i think i think one of the articles I said, I think it was, uh, who else did something similar to this? Mm, I think it was, oh, sorry guys. I think it was Madonna. That's was it who Madonna? It was. Wow. it was Madonna. She recently did a similar kind of partnership where, you know, and I don't know what these things mean. You're never going to know because it's all in, you know, the legal things. But it's kind of an interesting thing. But I hope this means that Aerosmith will continue to go and release stuff and maybe give the stones a run for their money. Yeah. Well, know? see, I, that was, that was just going to say, because a, a few pods ago we talked about, is this the r- end of an era for Aerosmith? Because there was, there were rumors about, yeah, you, you did know, are say they going to perform right. live again? And, and if you read the quote from Perry, I mean, and plus just looking at this, this whole partnership, uh, no, it's not over, you know, at, at all. This is, it, it's no. going to continue to go, but they are. They are a little bit older, though. I mean, they got their start a little bit late, later than the Stones. So I think if I think if I'm remembering correctly, I think Steven Tyler is like 72. Yeah, right? he is. Yeah. So I don't yeah. think I don't know if he can do another 10 years. Right. I don't know. Oh, I, I, I think mean, if anybody's going to do it, it's going to be Steven Tyler. Yeah. If anybody's going to do it, it's going to be Steven Tyler. But, you know, and Joe Perry. Yeah, he's 73. 
73 yeah so i don't know that's gonna be kind of tough to to beat because if they got to do 10 years because like this is 60 years for the stones right is it 60 yeah it's 60 it's about 60 and about and and it's 50 for aerosmith so it's 50 for aerosmith so here we go yeah that's crazy i think the only artist that the only artist like the only solo artist kind of solo. i mean there's so many other projects but the only artist that could kind of outpace in terms of an age limit hmm. is sammy hagar i mean oh, couldn't totally. you see couldn't you see sammy, sammy like rocking out into his mid-80s if he makes it i totally can see sammy doing that he is on he is on fire he still sounds amazing yeah i he's think not, sammy is the same age as steven tower i think he's 73 he's 73 he's not even sh- he yeah. doesn't show he doesn't show uh, 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 he 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 still rocks out and 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 manages that stage like a like a like the front man he's always been like oh, he's yeah. in his like in like he's in his forties right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he's incredible. He's he's so good, and he's another one. Like I think he was in his forties when when he had his run with Van Halen. So it's like it's kind yeah. of interesting, right? So, you know, yes, he doesn't sing exactly like he did, you know, like thirty years ago, but he sounds great still. Not that far you know? off, dude. He's not he that. Is not he that isn't. Far he off. isn't. He isn't that far, you know, no, he isn't like what you heard on all those albums, right? But he's still pretty incredible and sounds good and puts on an incredible show. So I think that's right, Dave. I mean, I think we were, you know, I think, you know, unfortunately for Sammy, it's not like he has an intact band um, the way the Rolling Stones or uh, Aerosmith, you know, are. But, you know, he is in terms of like a solo artist, I agree with you. Like he's unbelievable. Yeah, you got to give him the props. You got to give him the props. I mean, the guy's unbelievable. So anyway, so speaking of uh, anniversaries, we had another anniversary we want to talk about. Yeah, but another big anniversary. Uh, apparently, the well, you're talking about we're talking about the 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 Nevermind baby, right? The Nevermind baby, exactly yeah. right. So thirty years later, thirty this years is a later, big story that broke for this week that is kind of lighting up the internet. Where the and if you haven't heard it, you know you've probably been living under a rock. But if you haven't heard it, <laughs> the story—the <laughs> story is the baby from the cover of the Nevermind album is suing Nirvana for sexual exploitation because he's he's naked in the thing and you can see his penis. <laughs> I'm sorry, this is absurd because this guy <laughs> is taking pictures as he's gotten older in the same pose. Oh, totally! And, and thrown it out on socials and done all this stuff, and, and and now he's suing for sexual exploitation. I'm sorry. He has he has never mind tattooed across his chest. Yeah, I I I don't feel now. Listen, I I this is not. I'm not making a statement here. I don't. I don't. I'm not saying I don't support this. These kinds of things. I think people should, you know, if they feel they've been wrong, they absolutely should, you know, you know, get get their yeah. justice. But I just look at this guy's history and it's ridiculous. I, I just feel like this is the money grab. So the story, Dave, I don't know how much you read about this, but I read a few articles about it. Again, I don't know why I did, but I did. Because you were so, off this week. Yeah. <laughs> I was. I was off work this week. I was on vacation. But anyway. Well, the restaurants so are working. So apparently this dude legitimately, he said that Nirvana stopped returning his calls. Apparently he's an artist. He's some kind of visual artist and he wanted Nirvana to be involved in some art exhibit and they just totally ghosted him and he's kind of butthurt over that. And now he's suing. Oh, that's it. Well, I mean, Kurt stopped returning his calls a long time ago, right? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, Kurt's not coming down for breakfast anyway, but (laughs) 
That's terrible. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. That is not That's beneath terrible. us on the on the guitar Poor, dance I mean, podcast. Why did Courtney Love why did Courtney Love have to kill him? I mean, well, wait, whoa, hey, wait a hey. minute. <laughs> whoa. Okay, we went there, folks. Oh no. And this no, is why we're, we're wrapping it up after episode thirty. <laughs> exactly. Good night. No, this we're not no, we're conspiracy not. theorists. But a- anyway. It is true that it's like this is a ridiculous thing, but it, it it's funny. You got to admit it's pretty funny that this dude is is going after Nirvana. So I think it's like chalk uh, yeah, this up to a ridiculous lawsuit. But we'll, we'll see what happens. I'm we'll sure see what happens you know. Look, I'm sure the lawyers were like, "Look, it's worth a shot. They might throw a little bit of money at it." Although I don't I'm know. I'm sure they will. You know that you know that Dave Grohl is probably rip shit at this guy right now. <laughs> I'm sure he is. <laughs> you know how Dave Grohl is. He doesn't pull punches. No, not at all. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, and I'm so, sure even Courtney Love too. I mean, I, I, geez, oh, that, sure. I can't wait to read the stuff that comes from this. This is going to yeah, be an amazing be thing so to follow. Good. It is so funny. Um, I mean, if anybody, if anybody, if anybody can, uh, you know, rip holes in his story, it's her, right? I mean, Courtney. Yeah, oh, totally. Yeah. Oh, totally. Um, we need a. We so, really need a. Uh, we need really need a. Uh, a, a <laughs> we need yeah, a sound we, effect. We do. We need a sound effect guy. Yeah. We need. We need like Fred from uh, the Stern Show. Yeah. Um, so, so, so on. So, so keeping it in the grunge era. So ten turned thirty. I couldn't believe that when I saw week. that. That made me feel Pearl so Jam old. 10. Yep, it is. It makes you feel old because Dave and I used to drive around in my car in high school and listen to ten nonstop. Oh, tens are yeah. I mean, talk about it. That's an iconic album to me. I mean, especially for that era too. If you talk about grunge, you are not you you cannot uh you cannot not talk, you know, Pearl Jam and Ten and what that album meant for grunge. I know? literally had it on a cassette that I would play in my car in high school. This is how old we are, guys. I still have it on cassette. Guitar dads. This is what we dads. are. This is where we are. What are we? Forty two now? Yeah, we're yeah. 42. Can you imagine? Forty two years old. Anyway, so yeah, so we were we were listening to this and we loved it back in the day. Great so, album. Anyway, it's kind of sad that it's thirty years old. But you know what? Pearl Jam. Pearl, Pearl Jam's another band that has a potential. Dave. They, they could. You know what? That's They're a really intact. good point. I could I could see them making a run, you know. I don't know about how popular that music would be after a certain amount of time, like because I, I feel like, I mean, well, you know, you, uh, yeah. I mean, you look at like the Stones and like, well, I guess yeah, because we're only in our we're in our early forties, and so if we if their yeah, their fan base exactly. is that age, they could That's, keep following them and following them for for years to come. So yeah, I can see that. that. And that album ten is an iconic album, right? There's new, there's new, there's new, there's kids that are listening to that. There's newer people, yeah. new fans that are listening to that. Is what I'm trying to say. There's newer fans out there for Pearl Jam, so maybe Pearl Jam could take a a run at Pearl, the Pearl Jam could take a run too. Although yeah. I gotta say, with Pearl Jam though, I really do. Th- but I gotta say, like I really do think like they just don't have as strong of a catalog. As I, like somebody like the no. Stones or Aerosmith or even U2 for that matter. No. You know, there's probably a bunch of huge Pearl Jam fans that, that are like screaming right now. Like, what are you talking about? I no, mean, they, that's just great, my they have a great catalog. It's not in the echelon of Stones, Aerosmith, that kind of thing. No way. Yeah, it's just, you know, but maybe, you know, who knows? Maybe they will um surprise us. So, But in that echelon anyway. of, of that, of that like, that level, uh, did yeah. you hear Paul Paul Stanley tested positive for COVID? And I was thinking, no. you know, was he licking it up too much? <laughs> Lick it up! <laughs> and, that's why we, and that's why that made it into the show. Anyway. 
He's probably he probably rock and rolled all night too much. <laughs> wasn't wearing a mask. Wait a minute. A Can you imagine someone in Kiss not wearing a mask? <laughs> there you go. I guess face face paint doesn't count as a mask. I guess we are here all night, folks. It's like, Try hey, Paul fish. Stanley, face paint isn't a mask. Leg <laughs> <laughs> it up. You know. You know. You know. We we haven't talked about this, but you know. Paul Stanley has a local connection here in the Boston area, Dave. He does. There's a there's a shop in Medford, Massachusetts called Carlino Guitars, and mm. Carlino Guitars is the guy that customizes all of Paul Stanley's Ibanez Icemans. Oh, is that what it's called? Icemans, Icemans. Yeah, that's right. The Ibanez. Yeah, it's like they're basically bedazzled. I don't know if you've seen Paul Stanley's guitars. Oh yeah. But he does these like, and he's the one that kind of, he does all that custom work for Paul Stanley. He also makes all of his custom straps, his um, his guitar straps. Oh, he does. So there wow. You go. I didn't know this little so check uh, it out, Carlino Guitars. That's pretty cool. There you go. Yeah, Carlino Guitars right here in Medford. He also makes his own guitars that are kind of cool that are worth checking out. So I don't know. Check, check, check out his website. I mean... We, we we don't have any of affiliation with him at all, but it's just a cool kind of kind of a local place. So. Yeah, yeah, check it out. Cool. So there you go. But Dave, I did not know that. So let so let's let's move on to the main event. Where were you on Thursday night? Was this an interrogation? Where's do the, you where's have an th- alibi for Thursday night? I do. <laughs> where's where's the light bulb in my face? Um, <laughs> yeah, I finally I, I had to think back too how long it had been because I think the last time I had been to a live show was with you and it was with uh, it was at uh, Alter Bridge in October 2019. So this was a long oh time coming. Oh my god! Yeah, this is a long time That's coming. That's crazy. So it is. It's nuts. And I felt like I didn't really skip a beat. It just felt normal to be at a at a live rock concert nice. again. So I went and checked out uh, Blackberry Smoke and Match yes. Come, but that's beside the point. I had a pri- so this let's just let's just say I had a prior engagement. Prior it was literally it was literally an engagement party. Yes. So that I had to go to a good good a valid uh, a, a valid a valid reason. So to, I actually couldn't go. It just happened to be on the night of the show. So I was at a brewery drinking beers and partying it up, and Dave was uh, was doing the same, but doing the same, but watching some live, live music. music. Yeah. And it was incredible. So they are currently, well, actually, I believe the this run of uh, uh, with Almond Betts and, uh, and and the Wild Feathers is over now after after tonight. But um, yeah, it was uh, it was it was Blackberry Smoke uh, with the Almond Betts band. If you don't know who the Almond Betts band is, you can only really figure it out by the name. I mean, it's it's uh, Greg Almond's kid and it's uh, Dickie Betts's kid. And it's actually the original, the original bassist, uh, uh, Barry Oakley, his, uh, of, of the Allman Brothers, his kid on bass. So. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. So it was three of them oh. plus a couple other. Yeah. They, they, they had a, uh, and the organ and keys and, uh, and the, I don't remember the drummer's name and another guy on guitar. It was a guitar fest. I mean, if you were a guitar dad and you went to this show, it, it was sounds- just, it was yeah. a guitar fest. It was amazing. It, so- it sounds like the ultimate guitar dad show. It was the ultimate guitar dad show. It's there were like- so many guitars getting slung around that stage. It was amazing. <laughs> it was like the pinnacle of guitar daddery. <laughs> it really was. I mean, and here I am with my wife and my cousin who know nothing about guitars. And I'm just like yeah. geeking out at like looking at all the, you know, the gear. And it's just like, and finally, my, the funny thing is a quick story. My wife says to me, 
the lights go down in between songs and you know you, you can see charlie switching out guitars uh you know charlie of course lead singer and, and lead guitarist of uh blackberry smoke charlie so Star. charlie Star, yeah you so you see him uh switching out guitars and his tech hands him a guitar and i could i'm looking at it in the, just the silhouette because it's dark and she goes oh you you must know all the guitars that he's playing i'm like yeah here comes the les paul and the lights come back on, and it's not a Les Paul. I actually said, here comes the Les Paul gold top, because we saw him play that a few years ago. And it wasn't. I don't really know what it was. And I sent you the picture of it. What is this Some guitar? custom guitar. I don't Some know Some kind of a custom Gibson. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. It, was, it, was, it was kind of cool looking. It had like a kind of a Les Paul shape to it. But yeah, anyway, and loaded with you know P90s. What, you know what it, it almost looked like to me? It, it, it wasn't. It wasn't a Gretsch, of course, because Gretsches don't have P P nineties. But it look, had that Gretsch kind of kind of duo jet kind of look to it. And I don't, yeah, it did. But obvi- but I didn't recognize the headstock at all. So I don't know what the heck that guitar was. Yeah, I don't know what so, it was. But but Charlie like has like you know he hang he he's like a guitar dad himself. So he's he's got so many guitars. Right? I think so. if I if I counted correctly, and I might be off with this because. You know, there was a little, there was some booze flowing too. I think he played like nine guitars throughout the night. And that's you're not talking impressive. like a massive set list either. So yeah, yeah that that's impressive. You know, it's, yeah. it's a, like you said, the, it's a guitar fest. And the majority of them had P90s, which sounded he, incredible. He likes his P90s. He huh? loves his P90s. Yeah. I mean, and in it, fact, he said that on Instagram. He he said that on Instagram. He, he, <laughs> he replied to us. Yeah. And then I, I, I had to go back and I watched his interview with Rhett Schull because I was kind of curious about a few things. Because you, when we saw them, it was what, 2018, 19? What year was it? Yeah, it's, uh, geez, was it, was it as far back as 18? Yeah, It probably. might have been 18, yeah. And, yeah. He, it, and he was still, so I was, as, as you know, they. I'm looking at the at the at his amp setup and he's still playing the Jaminos and there's a JCM 800 over there. And I don't know, I don't even know who was playing out of that. Cause I was across the stage and I'm realizing there's no cabs and I'm thinking, wow, he, I guess, I guess everything's mic'd off stage. And then I went back and I listened to that Brett Scholl interview and no, he still likes that stage sound. And it's, they are just behind, they're kind of covered under, under the, they have like these baffles that just like that, that cover them. So they're kind of hidden, but they're there. Oh, so to I keep the stage volume a little bit down. Yeah, Is I guess to why? keep it down a little bit, but yeah. I thought everything was off stage. It was just, but it was a great, it was a great now, Germino's, show. for those of you that don't know, he plays, so, I mean, for a long time, you know, they were playing Orange Amps, Blackberry yeah. Smoke, and then they switched, they kind of got rid of the orange stuff, I don't know why, but they got rid of the orange stuff and they went to Germino, if you don't know what Germino is, it's basically like a super boutique-y, plexi-clone yeah, I was, yeah. Uh, outfit. That's basically what they are, plexis that are just, you know, you know, basically like upgraded, uh, you right. know, like modern, like, like I guess a replica of a plexi. And from a um, distance, if are. you can't read Germino on the amp, it actually it does look like a plexi. You could you could swear yeah, it says Marshall yeah. on it, you know. Yeah, they're basically like plexis, and they yeah. sound so good. Yeah. Yeah, like Charlie's Charlie Stars, his guitar tone is just awesome, and he's a pedal guy too. He, it's just great. If you guys haven't checked out this band or just don't know them or maybe haven't listened to them, you know, go check them out. There's a lot of great stuff on there that they got. You know, just put it on, just let it spin, and there you and you will be impressed with some of the guitar tones and the songwriting and everything. They're they're just they're a great band. And their sound, their live sound, because they've now added an, another guitarist. Uh, yeah, I was going to ask you uh, that. So yeah. this 
there's so there's three guitar players including so now Charlie there's th- now. There's Charlie and two other yeah because they brought in this um, Benji. Uh, God, I forget his last name now, but I wow. guess he's on. I think he's on the last record too. But they're their live sound, and now they got the two. They have their 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 backup singers. They got the backup singers, yeah. Yep, and they have too. two percussionists. So they got the drummer, and they have another. They have two kits on stage. Yeah, Although I, saw I really that. only saw one getting really played. They had another percussionist sitting at the other kit. Their live sound is so big and so full. It was oh, it, it sounds, was yeah amazing. I mean, just from like the like the. You know the iPhone v- video you took. It sounded like so much of a bigger sound than when we saw them. You know, three four years ago. Um, it sounded like they really have stepped it up. You know, they're playing. Obviously, they're playing much v- bigger venues. Um, so it's good for Blackberry. They deserve it. It's they well deserved. Do. Well awesome. deserved. But that's Man, good to hear that they did that. Like it's it's you getting more of a show for that kind of a venue, which is awesome. Yes. Now, wasn't that, it wasn't that full. I'd say it was maybe 65, 75% yeah, full. Yeah, so that's an interesting piece of yeah. this. So it wasn't full. Rescheduled show, though. Rescheduled show. And, you know, the COVID numbers are a little bit up and around yeah. here. And yeah. Well, so I don't know if that basically. scares people off. It's an outdoor venue, so I don't know. But it was just weird because I was up front. And so a number of times I just looked back and realized how many empty seats there were. And it was just, it was just re- really weird. That is interesting. But it is I a wonder, bigger venue for them, so I don't know. It's a bigger venue for them, and and but they played there before. This isn't the first time they played that venue, right? Mm-mm. Yeah, no. so they played there before, and yeah, so maybe it's a COVID related thing. But that's really interesting. You sixty five to seventy. Uh, maybe yeah, seventy five. Yeah. Interesting. Well, seventy five is not terrible, but that's interesting. But mm. they also did a the the other thing too with it would. They, you could tell a number of people left. They did an intermission of sorts. Okay. So they played, they essentially played their set. And then okay. they took an intermission and said, we're going to bring back, we're going to bring Almond Betts out and we're going to bring the Wild Feathers out um, and do some stuff with them. And so they literally. Who are the up Wild their, Feathers? The Wild Feathers was the opener. And, so um, the first opener. They're like a, bl- a bluegrassy, uh, you know, Southern rock band. Um, they've been around for a while, but. They were actually did, very good. Did too. you like them? Okay, yeah, good. I, I, I dug All them. Right. I thought they were pretty good. I never even heard of them, so maybe I have to check them out. Yeah, they were pretty good. Uh, good, right. great harmonies, great guitar playing. I mean, it was it was another guitar fest, but it was uh, yeah. They did an intermission, and for like ten minutes, and they had to kind of reset the stage, and and then all of a sudden it turned into like a Springsteen concert because there was literally twenty people on stage at one. Time. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. So they did they did a bunch of like almond songs. Yeah, of course. I mean, oh, and they nice. had to, and of course they they finished with uh, Midnight Rider, you know. Oh, nice. Oh, it, that's it was awesome. Good. And Dwayne, Dwayne Allman. Um, jeez. Uh, yeah, uh, Devin Allman, you know, was singing. He's got a he. He has. Yeah, a you said he's a voice. good singer. Okay, great all right. Voice. Bluesy, so, so t- throaty kind of. Yeah, he's great. I mean, but Greg Allman was awesome too, man. Yeah. I mean, so that's Greg Allman's son. Is that that's what you his said? son. Yeah, and wow. the other guitarist is Dickie Betts's son. That's pretty uh, cool. Betts, yeah. Why don't they get Derek Trucks to play with them then? I know. Well, it was funny. There was a, <laughs> there was a, there was a guy playing SGs most of the night that was like, you know, it didn't, he wasn't playing a pick. And I'm like, he kind of looks like, he kind of like plays like Derek Trucks. Is that Derek Trucks? Oh, yeah, is that wow. Derek Trucks? No, it's not Derek Trucks. It's so funny. Wow. Well, talk about a bunch of talent that came from, you know, family of the Almond Brothers band. 
I remember. Like a, wow. Talk about that gene pool. I mean, so was it basically like almond? Was it basically like an almond brothers tribute, or what was it? No, I mean they 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 definitely do. They yeah, have they originals. Played, they played originals. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, they okay. have. A, I think they have a couple albums out. They they oh, definitely they do. played. Yeah. Oh. No, they played they played some Almond Brothers tunes, of course, because you have to. But um, and I'm not as you know, and you're the same way. That that's not the Almond Brothers was never really like my thing. I appreciated it. I like some of their music. I was never like a huge fanboy. Yeah, but, but I'll tell you, awesome. seeing this band play, I I definitely have a different appreciation for that for that, and so I'd like to go back and I don't know, Dave, go listen to the Album Brothers live album, Fillmore East. It's oh no, it's great, but it's just not. It's, it's not insane. my like. It's not like my. That's not my. Yeah, it's not your you thing. Know, yeah, it's a little more music. like jammy. Yeah, it's a little yeah. more jammy. It's not as hard rocking as we as we like. As that that this our brand of guitar dad rock right so yeah so but, uh, all in all a great show it was, it that's was just, awesome man your first show post pandemic I I've yet to go to a big rock show post pandemic well it's not post pandemic we're still in this pandemic but you know I guess post lockdown as I as we yeah call it, this is kind of odd that it's me that got to go to a show before you I know I know kind of unbelievable but we are going in a couple weeks we're going to. Black Crows with Dirty oh, Honey opening. That's going to be a guitar dad. We will definitely have so a review for that, Stay tuned too. for that. <laughs> that's actually speaking a huge of that big, week. Yeah. yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> but speaking that's going to be a big, huge week for guitar dads. That's going to be a massive week for guitar dads. <laughs> uh, but speaking of that big rock sound, uh, you, got a, you got a new pedal, right? Yeah, yeah. It was an NPD this past week, the new pedal day. NPD. It was the J-Rocket Archer. Which, if you don't know what that is, it's a clone clone of sorts, and it's probably one of the better known ones out there. And I already have the Wampler Tumnus, and this thing came, and I love it, Dave. Is it good? Bottom line, love it. It does the thing. It does a thing. It does. It does that thing. It's like more of like a full kind of frequency overdrive, and it sounds great with it with the drive turned kind of down like drive it like you know you know maybe 25 percent and the volume up a little bit and it just gives that little bit of boost now the archer on, that on doesn't an already dirty amp that doesn't have an eq on it right that's just a uh... no it just has like a it just has basically as a um like a, like a one eq knob yeah. um that actually is pretty r- responsive it's very responsive it's actually good you how does can, it sound on the jubilee little, it sounds awesome with the Jubilee. I mean, not much doesn't sound good with the Jubilee, but <laughs> I mean, like I said, I play it with the Jubilee already pretty dirty, and this just puts it over the edge and gives it like some hair, you know, for like leads and stuff. And that's what I use it for. And and I use it for both, and I also use it to stack uh, drives as well. Like I'll stack it with like a tube screamer type of pedal, and I'll put the drive down and use it as a boost. You know, and it and it sounds great in that thing, and it also sounds great if you just use it alone and turn the drive up, and you want more of like a saturated lead tone. It sounds awesome for that as well. Into a dirty amp. Um, When's the I demo coming? I can't really come. I can't really comment on how it sounds in a clean amp because I don't really play clean amps. Well, at least not with this. I play clean amps with um. I play clean amps with the band, but not with this. Not when I'm just hanging out here in the studio, but um. But yeah, I mean, I haven't I haven't even done like a head to head with the with the with the tumness yet, but I should Ooh. probably do that at some point and let you guys know how I think it compares. But I mean, honestly, if you're looking for a clon type of a pedal, I don't think you can go wrong with 
with either the archer and I got the archer icon, which is the gold one. There's also a silver one that supposedly is awesome, but I got the gold one because I just heard it was, you know, the one to get. So that's what I did. And it does not disappoint, but I will compare it to the Tumnus, but the Tumnus, you know, it's hard to beat the Tumnus. Let's just say, okay, it's really hard to beat it. So is this going to beat it? Eh, probably not. But is it an awesome pedal to have on your board if you want to stack? I bet this thing stacked with the Tumnus, Dave, would be incredible. So put, so first thoughts, putting you on the spot. you like the Tumnus or do you like the Archer? Um, I'd, I'd, like I said, I'd, pro- pick- I'd, I'd probably go with the Tumnus just because I've used the Tumnus for so long and it's on my gig board and I use it into dirty amps. I use it into clean amps and it, it sounds awesome no matter what I do with it. And no matter how I actually set it, but this, I'll tell you what, this thing's the same. I just don't don't have as much experience with it. I've only had it for like a week or so now. So, um, it, but it's awesome. I mean, it 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 does the thing. It does that sound. I actually think it gives it when you when you turn the drive up a little bit. I think it gives you a little bit more of a grindier sound. I don't know how to describe it, but it gives a little more grind than you get from the um f- f- from from the Tumnus. But at the same time, I don't think I've ever plugged the Tumnus into the into the Jubilee. So I could just be crazy. Wait a minute. What? Um, Wait a minute. Yeah, I don't think Let's I know. Hold I, on. I, I haven't plugged the gig because my gig board as you guys know the gig board is HX Stomp, so it goes into the, the Victory Sheriff preamp pedal that goes into the HX Stomp, and that's my my sound, right? So I haven't even plugged it into the Ju- Jubilee, but I should do. I should I should take it off the the gig board, the band board, and put it into the Jubilee and see what it sounds like compared to this. I think that's what we have to do to get a proper. We need we need an AB here. We demo. have to hear it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We need this to get a proper kind of a you opinion it, yeah. on which one should you get. But, you know, so the so I am kind of on a clone journey, like we were saying in the last podcast. I do want to get another couple of more and do like my own kind of a sh- shootout and tell you guys, what does a guitar dad think is the best clone clone? What's your next? I really want to get the, um, um, what is it? The Ryra. Ooh. The Ryra clone clone. That yeah, you were really talking good. about that before. Yeah, the, all right. The other one that I've heard is really good, but it's probably it's kind of expensive. Is the Serotoni? Have the you original? No, no, the Serotoni. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the original. <laughs> kind Josh of Scott put it up for two hundred fifty thousand dollars. I thought it was five hundred. Uh, you're right. Sorry, it was five hundred. <laughs> and Tyler <laughs> bought it. Tyler Larson from Music Is Win bought it yeah, for five hundred thousand. Yeah. Unbelievable. Um, no, he didn't really buy it, but he, no, he, he did, did a video know. about him yeah, buying it. it it's a, if you haven't seen that video, it's a great, it's a great video. You should go watch it. Yeah, he's got so he he has some video, really Dave? great content. Did you see that? I have. Yeah, he's and like he's he calls up Josh Scott and he's like, Josh, I'm broke. I need I need you to I need my money back. And Josh is like at a club. <laughs> <laughs> And he and he's like, no man, no, no, I, I, I already bought it. No, you already bought it. No, no returns. Uh, it's really what, <laughs> it's what, what so a good. hilarious, what a hilarious thing. Anyway, but yeah, so I think I need to try a couple more though. But there, there's another one called Serotoni, which is like this kind of boutique. I, don't, I wouldn't call it boutique, but they're basically like a a clone. They basically clone amps. Have you ever heard of them, Dave? Serotoni no. amps? No. Serotoni amps, they sell amp kits. So if you're into like 
wiring your own amps, you could buy a kit uh, from them and wire it up. Or not, not you're not talking like Serotonis, the old grocery store from no, my, no, from no, 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 <laughs> Serotoni. Um, close. That, that's awesome, Dave. There's a little local humor for you guys, Serotinis. Yeah, if you're listening in Boston. Serotinis was a, a, a local grocery store chain. It's kind of like that. It's Serotonin. They're a company that builds amps, basically clones of amps. And they're a little controversial because like, that's all they do is build straight up clones of amps. Um, like Plexis or a JCM, and they built this clone of a clone that actually looks like a clone as well, and people swear by it. They say it sounds great, so that's kind of interesting to me as well. But there's so many clone clones out there, guys. I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what I I think do. you're going to have to test them all, because how do you really know? How do you really know? And then, of course, you need to have the original, so yeah, I mean, you got to be able to compare. I know, but this, I mean, it's been done before, but... You know, has it been done by by a guitar dad? I don't know. No, but let me ask you a question. Even though it's been done before, when you get into that rabbit hole on YouTube, when does it end? You just keep going. Oh yeah, there's so many. There's so many. Yeah. But you did. But my point is, you don't stop watching. You just you continue to enjoy that because that is the. I mean, like you said, if you're a guitar dad, that is the sound that that is one of the sounds. But that is like the sound. If you take a clone, clone play it into a Marshall and use a Les Paul or even a Strat. It doesn't even matter, <laughs> but a Les really Paul matters. helps, but a Les, yeah, Les Paul, Paul helps, um, on the neck pickup. No, sorry. The bridge pickup. Oh, jeez. Bridge it's pickup. A Sunday on the, night for us. A, I, I'm sorry. It's like a Sunday night brain on the bridge pickup <laughs> of the Les Paul into a Marshall with some kind of clone type of pedal. Then it, that is the tonal bliss that you need as a guitar dad. Yes. So yes, stay tuned it, yes, for that. <laughs> so stay tuned. So you are going to do a demo. We can't wait to hear this demo. I'm really excited to hear this thing through. Yeah, uh, eventually. Through, through through the Jubilee, because that amp alone sounds unbelievable. But Yeah, the Jubilee. The Jubilee doesn't really need anything, let's just say. But but, it, um, but but that's but see that's the that's the beauty of the clone right you can just turn down that gain use that exactly. as a nice boost right I mean, it's a little bit of a boost and it just puts enough on it and it's just awesome yeah I agree it's just it's it's so that's what's awesome about it is it gives you a little bit of flavor and a great boost it's it's just a great pedal so anyway that's we'll what look I, forward uh, to that demo check so us look out forward on to more more pedals more demos. Yeah, so keep keep watching us. Uh, keep watching out for us on Instagram at Guitar Dad's Pod. We are posting a lot more now, and, and check us out on YouTube. Uh, search Guitar Dads. Uh, you can find my uh, my demo, my uh, review of the uh, Classic Vibe Strat uh, on there, uh, uploaded recently. You'll uh, hopefully we'll see a nice uh, AB demo of the, uh, the the Tumnus versus Archer. If Matt can do this very soon. We'll, we'll we'll check that out. So yes, thank you to all of the, the the listeners and subscribers and all the people that are downloading this. We really appreciate it. You, you guys are really making this a such a cool journey for us. We really enjoy it. Thank you. That's so, the Guitar Dads podcast for this week. There you go. Catch you guys on the flip.